Welcome to the Unrefined Sophisticates. You are listening to Ken and Morgan Jones. Feel free to tune in on all podcast platforms and make sure to subscribe and comment. It doesn't have to be nice. They just want to hear your input. With that out of the way, get your ears ready because you're going to want to hear this one. I got to have my drink. Pour me something in the Welcome to another episode of that podcast you tuned into. What's the name of it? I'm refined sophisticates. Uh, give me a you, you, you got your you, you got your you. Give me an in, and you got your in, you got your in. That would have been a long. I'm refined sophisticates is. A lot of letters. <laughs> a lot of letters. There's a lot of letters. So just US Pod, the US Pod. <laughs> You're listening to the US Pod. Uh, I am your host, Ken Jones. To my left, Morgan Jones. This is episode 185, 15 away from the big deucer. We got to figure out something for that one, too. We got to plan a party. Mm. Big, a, a, wow. big, a big ting. You about to say a big booty uh, hangout? That too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Down <Absolutely>. with that. <laughs> uh, before we jump into them things, we're going to jump into these shout outs. You can shout out Brazil and Australia for being our top listening countries this week outside of these here United States. Shout out to Seattle and El Paso for being our top listening cities outside of Portland, Oregon. And shout out to my tongue for failing me in that moment. No top listener stats yet, but shout out to our sponsor, the nine brand. That's the I X B R A N D. You can check it out on the interwebs and find that latest and the greatest at the I X B R A N D dot C O not com. Don't let your browser spell checker mess it up. Follow us on the Instagrams. You can follow us at Unrefined Sophisticates. Follow Morg at Portland Morgan. Follow me at No IG Can. Follow our sponsor at The IXBRAND. And make sure you like us, subscribe, and review wherever you listen. And tell a friend to tell a friend about us. Double those Aunt Andres up right now. Immediately, a savagely. How goes there? It goes. It, it goes. goes. Uh, how about you? The long week. Yeah, it goes. You know, I've been unrelated to all the the fun computer stuff. I've been having the most trouble with this latest screen printing adventure. No. Where I'm really hoping it's the emulsion. That's the only thing that I can single this down to be. And I just finally got a different set of emulsion, a different set, a different uh, uh, jug of emulsion to try out. It's actually drying currently. Um, I've had, I've probably spent up to this point about 50 bucks Um on cleaning screens <laughs> that are not working out and that might not seem like a lot but the process of doing it having to take these things to the car or to, to a pressure washer and 
putting the joint on there and spraying them all. It's a whole process to get these screens clean and the time that goes into it. And then the time to code another screen, give it the 24 hours to dry, burn the film, go to wash it out for it to not work and have done that. I'm on my fourth iteration of that. And I've never in all my time screen printing had an issue. And the only difference is that the only thing that's a uh, constant in this is that the jug of emulsion that I was using, which was a new jug. So I'm just, I don't know. I'm going to try to chalk it up to, I grabbed it towards the end of summer. So maybe it just got crazy hot a day in the garage. Again, doesn't make sense because I've printed through <laughs> summertime with the same emulsion. But uh, yeah, when you talk frustration, I have, and it's like, I really just want to get this design. Like, I'm really excited about this new design. And it's been weeks now that I've not been able to get this thing done. I don't have a lot of time in my day to day. So I think that also makes it yeah. that much more frustrating to have to put this energy into it and then it not to turn out. So that's been a thing. But I'm hopeful. I've got, again, a, a test screen drying, which I wish I would have actually not coded all the screens this last one. I thought I had it figured out because of a... Uh, uh, exposure calculator that I had used and was like, okay, cool, perfect. This worked out fine. Let me coat the rest of the screens and then wash them out the same uh, or burn them at the same time and should be good to go. And no, but luckily one of the screens was hidden and it didn't get coated. So coated that joint. Hopefully later this evening, I'm going to check on it um, or maybe tomorrow actually and check on it. So fingers crossed there'll be some new stuff coming soon if it works out. I mean, yeah. I'm yeah. hella frustrated for you. That, <laughs> that, yeah. I just know that whole having a process and mm -hmm. setting yourself up for that process, especially yeah. when you don't have extra time and it's something that you're yeah. building into your week to be able to do. And it's multiple yes. days. It's not just like multiple. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So everyone, it's like, I think I'm just going to set everything on fire. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I can definitely say I've had the moments of like, even to the point where each time being like, oh, I got it. Like this should probably be, I'm going to let it dry longer. Maybe it was like trying to give the reasonings of like, okay, I only let it dry for 24 hours, which has never taken more than a few hours to dry and then let leaving it in there for a couple of days. And, and then even the way that it's washing out, just not making sense where some of the letters are sharp and the other ones are just coming off. So is it under cured? Is it over cured? Is the emotion at this point, I'm just think I got a bad batch of emotion. And again, this, if, if I, if this new batch doesn't pan out, I don't know what at that point I'm, all the way clueless but i have high hopes because if not i, might I have love to that the hope is still there <laughs> <laughs> i love that the hope is still there yeah. <laughs> now nah, i'm gas for because i'm just i the thing is like once this is actually laid down and seeing it realized yeah. there's just there's something to creating and we talked about this many times offline of like having an idea in your head and to go from idea to sketch up to design to then. And for me, the steps of setting up the, the whole screen print process, like there's something for me that is very, very, very 
like relaxing um, in that process when mm-hmm. it's working. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, so getting to the point of actually printing and I'm not even mad at the, you know, the process of setting up. Cause again, I guess in my favor, I've never had issues from the jump. So it's not something I guess in this, this few years of doing this, you got to take some ales. This is my batch of ales. And this is where learning where I'll know now in the future, if I wash out something and it has this certain look to it, I know that it's not me and what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. Now I'll know instead of spending this amount of time and energy, I could just be like, Oh, nope, that's a bad batch and let it go. So So grab another one. Yeah. But I'm definitely looking forward to that and we'll make sure to throw it in the slide or something. Once it, once it comes together. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. I'm trying to think. I feel like there was, I feel like something, something else. Oh, we had Snowpocalypse uh, that oh. came out of nowhere. Shut the bitty down. The bitty wasn't back bracking. <laughs> Definitely wasn't. Nah. It was that real dusting quiet. turned into a whole heap. <laughs> <laughs> We have talked about whether I'm anybody who's not uh, local and mm. listens to this show, like depending on where they live, got to be like, what be going on over there? <laughs> like the city shuts down for a few inches of snow. Yeah. It ten, does. 10, 10 to be exact. Uh, but when it's 10, it does more than shut down. It, it's yeah. a standstill. We- <laughs> Dude, they went crazy on the bread aisle. Like that's how. <laughs> they went nuts on the so bread. So the first day, the first day it snows, and it was like, first of all, these these uh, what are they called? Meteorologists. Yeah, man's they, legit was like gonna be a dusting, guys. Don't even really worry about it. I mean, it could be something, but it won't be. Dogs outside. <sighs> Fine, it's no big deal. Everything's gonna be good because it's gonna be a dusting, and then. At the time that it was supposed to be a dusting, it was like dumping snow by my house. And I was yeah. like, well, this isn't the snow that sticks, but this is definitely not like a dusting, dusting weather. <laughs> right. And then it was like, oh, it's 3 p.m. or something, and it's going mm-hmm. down in the town. I mean, like, okay, now this is sticking. This isn't looking great. Oh, look at the freeway. Oh, that's just covered that's what's wild about that is that while you were getting that on my side there was still nothing happening it was so crazy (laughs) which i'm i'm lightweight like what's when are we gonna get our chance (laughs) i've been seeing pictures all day vancouver started out with the big the big go and that oh vancouver had it it was it was it was there and then seattle or seattle uh portland started getting their issue the lowlands and then it finally made his way up to the hill and when it started coming down i was like oh this ain't like like i, I want to say it started coming down here around 4 30 right around 4 30 is when it started coming down here and even the way it was coming down as you said it was like oh it's not st-. like this ain't about to be nothing this is goofy we ain't about to get i didn't pay attention to back outside like it's a little bit of snow i went back to doing my work okay and then there was a moment it was about 5 40 my windows were not the blinds weren't open to where I could just see straight out. But the angle that they were at, I was like, it's crazy bright outside to be this time. <laughs> That's when you know that 
huge sign. Of yeah, and went did style. a little did a little gander and was like, "Oh, that's snow, like a lot of snow, and it's just going. It's not this ain't sprinkling of snow. This is a lot of snow, no dusting. <laughs> yeah, snow. and it did not stop. It just it, was going." Looking hectic, it's a little blizzardy. It's yeah, is <laughs> the wind yeah. was wild over here. Like so, me so it starts snowing for you finally over there. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, over here, people are already abandoning cars, <laughs> which is people are already stuck on the bridge. Like people are already having to get pushed by the person behind them, and then you got to push the person behind them. Like it's already going down. Which is like, like there's nothing on that Doppler forty seven thousand. <laughs> they gave y'all an inkling. My man said it's gonna be a dusting. It could be something. It won't be anything. <laughs> and then they was getting busy though. Was it Saturday? They was like, it's gonna. It might be another four to five inches. They was talking crazy for a second. I was like, okay, they're overcompensating. Now yeah. we're overcompensating, which is exactly yeah. what happens here. It goes. Mm-hmm. We're completely surprised by whatever you know. It's we're gonna get one to two inches. Or Portland, you're gonna be fine. Don't don't freak out. Yeah. We get eight. Then we are not prepared. The city is not prepared for that. We do not have enough trucks. We do not have enough plows. We, that, that's not what this city is prepared for. Meanwhile, we did just uh, buy a plane for the police. So I'm glad that we're putting our money to great use here. Yeah. You know, I had to drive through downtown and uh, I was really confused on if anywhere in the city should have had immediate trucks scraping and some ice being thrown down some pebbles being laid on the concrete should have been there yeah not the case (laughs) not the case i I will throw out that four-wheel drive is amazing (laughs) i the truck i didn't realize that the truck was in two-wheel drive at first and the tahoe did a little and slapped that thing in the Four wheel and it's like oh correction. <laughs> oh, I'm all good. I'm fine. Yeah. yeah, and it's just moments of being like you know just glad that that's a thing. Um, there's there's also this like uh, snow is hella dirty. <laughs> so like the aftermath of snow so is gross. hella dirty. It's so gross. The way that the city be looking for a few days is just a dusty feeling. All windows be murky. Everything cars is ashy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which is exactly how a lot of other places just look for three months out of the year. You know, like places that get real winter. Like it just looks like that. It just looks like that for a while. Yeah. All I know is the quiet that comes with mm. the snow. Yeah. Is it it really makes me realize how uh how much your environment impacts you because mm-hmm. I live right next to a freeway and a hospital. There yeah. is noise all the time. Loud yeah. noise, sharp noises, like Yeah. 
it's it's almost like oh you can breathe now yeah. <laughs> i didn't realize i wasn't breathing all that uh, you know all, all yeah. of this other time this feels like the only time i've ever had a real deep breath all of a sudden the sky it is, is and it's like a and it's sound quiet. deadener layer yeah. of sound deadener just even on the ground and stuff which but walking through snow is kind of like that, groo, yeah, that's, groo, groo. that's a, and that always <laughs> makes me think that someone is coming to kill me too like yeah. <laughs> there's, there's just certain crunches in that yeah you know? it's like is someone behind me? Because someone <laughs> that's what before I think I was telling you beforehand, I was over cleaning those screens and it didn't seem cold until I had finished cleaning the screens and it felt like my hands were frozen. It was like hot. They were like burning cold. <laughs> and that was my indication. And just for the listeners, I run hot. I don't sleep under covers. Most Typically, I've got a hoodie on and whatever below sub-zero temperature. I'm probably not going to be in no kind of a big coat or anything because I'll just be sweating. Um, <laughs> so a lot of times when it's cold outside, I may still have on. I could have if you catch me in my neighborhood, I'm probably in some sweat shorts on top of mm-hmm. that hoodie. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was just a moment. And then and I also don't pay attention to the weather in general until it happens and I'm like <laughs> who knew about this <laughs> well, basically, it wouldn't matter if they did get it right you, you yeah. wouldn't have known you would have been unprepared yeah that would, it, was, it was gonna be the same outcome no matter what <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing though is I had somebody that lives close to me was kind of giving me updates on the stuff as if i couldn't just look see. outside. It was <laughs> like I'm, yeah. I mean, I know. <laughs> it's, it's coming down still. <laughs> yeah. Still going. Yep. 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 You're right. <laughs> uh, they like school started late, and I was like, for what? <laughs> Why? Yeah, that seemed like nah. But it's probably because they was talking about that them inches, right? Anyway, snowmageddon happened. It'll be interesting to see if it happens, if we have more snow. Um, One of the things that is, I'd like people to remember is this is the third time in a row that February has been like winter storm watch. (laughs) Here's your, here's when winter happens for us. And that is climate change. And we have to stop acting like it's surprising now third time in a row next year we need to be a little more prepared for this you know just a little more yeah more maybe stop and then if you take in the just the last decade in general here we're guaranteed almost a once a year yep of this yep stock up on the salt speaking of salt there was some uh some seasoning being thrown <laughs> by uh, Mikhail B. Jordan. <laughs> um, <laughs> did he, <laughs> where? When did you come? Did you come across this today? I did. Uh, I so I was in a weird spot in the weekend, and I did not have any recept like reliable yeah. reception. It made yeah. absolutely zero sense because. 
it wasn't that far away. <laughs> yeah, not off the beaten path. <laughs> not off the beaten path at all. It, but it would be like, here I am thinking everything's working, and then all of a sudden, I move one foot, and it's like, all these notifications all of a sudden. <laughs> like, videos weren't playing the way they needed to, and that's really frustrating for me. If the video, like, stutters two, three times, I'm done. I'm not even... We'll come back to it. You know, right quick, would be really peeing me off is <laughs> when there's ears. a video like in a slide that yeah. keeps stopping at a and then I'll come out of that slide and then let's say go to the next post and it plays just fine. Yep. Up there with people being passive aggressive or not even passive being aggressive in traffic that is something that sends my blood pressure up <laughs> through the roof <laughs> because why do you keep stopping at this part but you're letting the next one play so you're telling me that you are getting enough of a signal to let video play except this one that i need to see but notice that i said need not yes. one this is a yes. need i'm committed i'm four into this 10 picture slide and it's context it's context. <laughs> giving me context <laughs> so yeah sorry Agree. Yeah, so I saw this today, uh, but I may have seen like the the headline of yeah. something about Michael B. Jordan being called corny, and I thought someone called him corny on the red carpet with the way that it was. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I hadn't seen, I didn't see it, I didn't even try to see it. I got frustrated. I moved forward. Um, that is not what happened. No. <laughs> no. Not what happened at all. Uh, so he's on the on the red carpet for Creed three, which he is not only in but also the director of. And he's being interviewed by someone who says, "And we go back, way back to high school together." <laughs> you see, the, uh, well, actually, they yeah, used to call me corny. This you try to pivot and say, Oh, you can hear it. I was trying to play it. Oh, oh no. it wasn't going. Dang it. No, no, no. No wonder you were talking. I was like, but you know, I'm trying to play it. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. So I wonder why that's not working. But uh oh wait, I think it's this. Hold on. Let's see. Can you hear that? Nah. So yeah, so she's like, We went all the way back to so and so. And he's like, Oh yeah, the corny kid, right? Like, yeah, that was me. And the look on his face is like, it's twofold for me. It's either, <laughs> I definitely like absolutely remember you and remember the things that you have said and look at me now. And also yeah. like, is that the one who, you know what I mean? Like the eyebrow is just very, very dismissive and I, and it's shady. And I love it. This reminds me of Drake's uh, How About Now? That just, that's the song. That mm -hmm. <laughs> used to be right back then, but how about now? <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing to me is Michael B. Jordan been in, been working, working since I think he yeah. was born. So, you know, he was on like, one life to live or something like one. He was, yeah, I, I thought Fruitvale Station is when I first. And I probably, if we look back, I probably know who he is now and be like, oh yeah, 
So oh, yeah, he might have. Did you watch the one? Yeah. He well, he was definitely on the wire. I do not. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was Wallace on the wire. <laughs> Hold on. Um. Anyway, um, he's been famous for forever. Like, uh, <laughs> 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 this is wild that we're that I'm learning this about you right this second. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Wait. Yep. So before he's Wallace on the wire, he is also on like an actual full-blown soap opera, right? That's crazy. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I have a moment in real time of how did I not? I want to know. I, I would love to know. <laughs> Such a pivotal character for the whole series. Young Michael oh. B. Jordan. And anybody who's listening to this right this second, if you have not watched The Wire, do yourself a favor. Do it now. Yeah. And I'll say, I want to say that, and if you're not familiar with The Wire, even white people put this in their rankings of top series. Yeah. So it's not not just a, you know, a a black thing. It is a do it for your betterment thing. Watch that. Watch that show. But yeah, so he's been famous for forever. Yeah. <laughs> so funny to think about in high school, which he's in high school when he's doing The Wire, right? Yeah, yeah. That he's getting called corny at school and he is he, he did that at 15. At 15 is when he was in there. So maybe he was a 13-year-old freshman or something and 13, 14 and... So he had like ninth grade, which she did say, though, it was their name that they thought the name was funny or something. She said to that that effect and <laughs> that that's what they were making fun of was the the Michael B. Jordan, which I can see that being. a Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's an interesting thing to go by at school. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I want to know this is what I really want to know, because the stash so <laughs> the Steve Harvey. is this is this in this interview it almost is like they're catching him in between like he don't necessarily look fresh it's almost like when you're on week uh you're in the first like you've made it through the first week maybe on a Thursday before the cut okay like like you get weeklies or even every other let's say it could be every other week is kind of what that's given and you're in the second week leading up to that's kind of where this is, but uh-huh. that stash though, like that's a choice. Yeah, no, um, it's definitely on purpose. And is like that a tail sign of the future? Because one of the things oh, I was thinking about right now is that what you're saying? Yeah, like he's bringing it back and like all the other retro things. But I was thinking about this. Do you know how if I could time warp to the mid seventies? With a lineup, I would be smoking stuff. Like <laughs> they wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> I'd be just, I'd be seeing album covers and stuff, and be like, nah, I would show up and be, 
like, what? <laughs> just send me Yo, back with these Andes and I'm just, out here. They did not exist, <laughs> did they? <laughs> That's just that. We ain't up there. They was giving <laughs> credit card shape ups with that hair be gone and scraping. <laughs> <laughs> ah, like I do, I I do, but me saying that, I do want to know what year did Edge of, did shape ups become pop? Like what made the change? It's not like Clippers didn't exist. So what right. we're like, oh, let me turn that and just go ahead and make a straight, give that beard a little curve. Like what? Yeah, yeah. The artistry yeah. It, it it evolved. When yes. did it evolve? Yes. Yes. I don't know. It was the first like person that stepped out with a fresh like boom, we brought the mustache down a bit, turned it up. Like, did that come out? And people was like, What is that? Like, I want to know what the initial reaction had to to that was like, what is that? What horny? That's not manly. Like, I just I want to know what (laughs) it went through. Welcome to today. You watch are you even a man? That makes me lean back to Will. That was some years ago, and I was like, "Bro, cleaning your butthole is not gay." And <laughs> that being, <laughs> <laughs> and that being a point of having to be made. Yeah, and... what else did you ever have to say? <laughs> Yo, we yeah. got work to do. <laughs> a lot of as, as a people. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that that mustache though is a lot. It's it's yeah. a it's an ager too. It definitely makes him look much older than he is. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the thought process is here. It's like he's just now perpetually getting ready for a civil rights film. <laughs> 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 he is Selma too. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yes. That's a lot of revelations about Michael B. Jordan today. I <laughs> had no idea you didn't know that was Wallace. That and I want to say there's some this happened to me with someone else also where it never made the click of it had come to me but there was definitely there's another actor I've in that same boat of of course that's who that was right. and my brain never said a b also I didn't know his like real name back then, so it wouldn't have I'm not the person that knows the actor's name but by the face I should have but for whatever reason it did not like <laughs> Fruitvale Station I was like who is this it didn't even <laughs> that is crazy yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty tight. Today is a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Captured live. Not For everybody listening, listening pleasures. The things that happen when you just put a mic in front of somebody and let them talk. <laughs> Sometimes they say something really cool. Sometimes you get like some new uh wisdom, maybe, or Sometimes you learn a little about the person talking into the microphone, mm-hmm. into a camera that then they post the video. Get away from the blacks. 
that if you get rid of all your black clothes, <laughs> if you were in the market for some advice, if you are a white person and you were in the market for uh, for some advice from the uh, creator of the Dilbert comic um, strip, he would tell you to get as far away from the blacks as you possibly can. And Fast. you all Yesterday. know Gilbert, little little Dilly, <laughs> right? Little Dilly, a staple in the newspaper community. Even if you don't know the name, you've seen Dilbert. If you, yes. yeah, you've seen it. And I'm not gonna act like it made me sad, but it did make me feel like you too. Like where? Where is it? Where is a safe place that's not bogged down by race? <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> Seriously, though, every, when people are like, you say everything's about race, or they say everything's about race, like literally, it is. You it is. cannot escape this. Like, it is not, sorry, it is not yeah. possible. And we just continuously learn that. Yeah, no, most of it, most of it is like, oh, that phrase we've all been saying, um, those kids songs we all sang. Yep, those are right. Yep. Like all this stuff. This dude had. <laughs> this wasn't a leak. This wasn't a hack. This wasn't. He didn't have to say anything. He didn't have to tell anybody he felt this way. Nothing that happened significant enough except for a poll that he was reacting to. And the poll asks something to the, like, uh, where's, uh, the poll says something to the effect of, like, do you agree with the statement, it's okay to be white? Or are you okay with people saying it's okay to be white? Yeah. Here we go. Do you agree or disagree with this statement? It's okay to be white. The report found that 72% of the respondents agreed, including 53% who are Black. Some 26% of Black respondents disagreed. And 21% said they're not sure. I don't even know what you just asked me. Uh, the poll also <laughs> found that 79% of the respondents agreed with the statement, Black people can be racist too. <laughs> the statement, it's okay to be white, has been repeated on right-wing websites and in speeches and it is uh, referred to as a hate champ. Here's the thing. If you are paying attention to any white power, white supremacist group, uh -huh. they wear shirts that like just say it's okay to be white. That is not, they're, they're not making the statement <laughs> it's okay to be white because they're being persecuted or that there's like, you know, uh, it's a response to the fact that they are, uh, threatened by not being able to just call everybody an N-word or uh, lynch people on the spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they want to be able to say whatever they want to say and not be held accountable for it. That's not what freedom of speech means. That is not what anybody has ever fought for. Like <laughs> that, that's not the thing. But here we are. Now we all know Scott Adams' name. We all but know. it's also you 
even though we still haven't figured out what the term is for it, you did something amazing offline that you do regularly, right? As an amazing black woman. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Keep going. <laughs> you helped to just lay it out in a way as it's kind of workshopping, you know, the thoughts and tied it into like, this is basically like a rollout. There we go. It's basically like a rollout a marketing for level. a project. Yes. Because you get, you jump off the ledge Name is trending, you're buzzing, and there's a pivot that usually comes with it. Yes. So therefore, it because the backlash is the backlash is actually working in the favor because it's discussed. Yes. It becomes that, and you're like, hey, and also to where man's set up, like, hey, I'm gonna be talking about some more stuff tomorrow. Tune yes. in. Tune now in. people are gonna be tuning in. Yes. It's exactly that. This is, and that's what cancel culture is. And I mean it, it's a rollout. It's literally, I'm making a decision to do this thing. I mean, because that's the, for the most part, that's the case. This is not like people being found out. This is not, you've been had. It's like, (laughs) I'm telling you this thing or I'm doing this thing on camera. Oh, you guys don't like that? Freedom of speech. Where's my, don't cancel me. Except for what they're really doing is getting a humongous buzz. And all of a sudden, that person goes away for, you know, a week or two or a month even. And then all of a sudden, they're on tour. Or now they have a book. Or now they work for some right-wing situation. That's what that's what cancel culture is. It's, a, it's just cover. <laughs> and a rollout. So this, he, you know, does this video where he's just like... I saw this poll. This means this number one, he's misrepresenting the poll. He said <laughs> that half of all black Americans Fitty. have a problem with white people, which means that black people are a hate group. <laughs> and he wants nothing to do with a hate group. Well, so that's not white people group. black people as a whole is a hate group. Yes. Yes. Wild. yes. <laughs> Completely. Like you jumped out the window, fam. That's I'll give it. He took it a step further. He said, "Why stop at Black Lives Matter and just black?" <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. It's all of y'all. <laughs> I mean, number one, you're misrepresenting the stats of the poll completely because you're saying half of black people say this, which is not what the poll represents. Yeah. Second. this is the kind of like you gotta know that this kind of poll is being uh put out there by a right-wing conservative think tank group right this is is not who's it for (laughs) is it who's it for who's who's this what what data are they gathering here Black people don't think it's okay that you can say that you're. It's okay to be white. Like wh- what? What study is this going to? <laughs> but to make it even better for me is that whole idea of half of all black people, black Americans. There were 130 mm-hmm. black people asked or participated <laughs> in this poll. 130. One, three. We have more episodes of this podcast than the people, amount of people they have. Hella. 
but half of all black Americans, there's like 40 million of us, like half of all black Americans hate white people. Cause that's the other conclusion. Me saying, I don't think you should say it's okay to be white because I know that that is a white supremacist chant. I know that that's a white power situation. So I say, I don't think it's okay. That's not needed also. It's just not necessary. That means I'm a hate group. And you're a what? <laughs> you know what mm. I mean? Like, he's a victim. So now he's a victim mm. of a hate group. Except for, what does he do for this hate group? Like, he's his whole thing was like, my suggestion is don't even try and help him. Because every time I've tried to help Black Americans, <laughs> yeah, I get called a racist. Or is your does your help look like calling the police? Like, what's your help? I, I don't understand how you could be called a racist every time you're trying to help black people if you're trying to help black people. Because you're not. That's, that's literally not what's happening. What's crazy is that some people's idea of help, it's like when I, I, I'm nice too. <laughs> right? Like, leading it like I'm nice to insert whatever group. It's giving I held the door. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Like, I think that's that's where this stuff really when people are like, I've always I've always like, oh, you treated a human like a like human. A human. Like and a that's you basically tolerated when you feel like you didn't have to. Yep. Yep. And that's that's where it gets for myself when you know I hear people throw things out about how they held they've always been now it's like that should just be in general like as far as you being a cool person of course be trash to people who are trash to you so I'm not saying you just have to accept that right so I don't care what it is you be trash to people who are trash but in general you, you should be leading with some type of humanity in general and if that's not your first thought let's unpack that <laughs> Dun, 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 do some unpacking because boy oh boy yeah yeah so man's has doubled down and and that's a thing that i'm like yeah stand on it please stand on it don't don't do the pacific northwest <laughs> style racism where oh i had no idea that was even racism i, I yeah, didn't stand. know stan man's was like y'all Y'all don't even disagree with me. No one's even saying they disagree with me. They're just saying they don't like the way I said it. He's putting polls out now. He's asking if you're going to boycott. He's, you know, he's he's leaned all the way in. And so, again, he's booming. <laughs> yes. He's booming. And there is going to be some pivot. Now, all of a sudden, he'll be a, you know, right-wing conservative uh youtuber like he'll have a discord and a all the little things he'll be on true social whatever <laughs> trump's thing is like and people are going to reference him as this mm -hmm. martyr of free speech elon is already out here like how dare they dilbert is so funny don't cancel the comedy <laughs> ah! <laughs> like, People like Elon just, I do not understand this, Kennethan. You are from, and you benefited from yeah. apartheid. You mm, have directly. been directly. <laughs> Why are you jumping in ever? Like, they're, they're, shut up. <laughs> this one's not for you. 
No one needs your thoughts on race. No one needs your thought mm -hmm. on any of this stuff. But just like with Scott Adams, Elon is booming. Elon been booming or just being a bigot now. <laughs> like, yeah, that's gotten really, really weird. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, so I've said this a lot. Like, you, it should matter where you're, uh, it should matter the source of the information that you get. Right. And then it yeah. should also matter the motivation of the person that you're like all head over heels about. This is a person who motivates you, who inspires you, stuff like that. You need to know about that person. It it should not just be like because Tesla. That can't be it. That can't be the thing that makes this person like the most inspirational and genius. And we use these words like they don't mean something. Like they yeah. <laughs> he didn't invent anything. And so yeah. to keep continuously calling him this innovator, and he didn't do that. He's a disruptor. You can give him that. He's also yeah. Was very that's a great yes. That's what you should be tagged with, disruptor. Yeah, and I think that that's the kind of like label that someone like Elon would love. Yeah, he said now that you mention it, I am kind of a <laughs> disruptor of sorts. <laughs> so, uh, of high magnitude, sir, not sorts. Right. Yeah. This that one was just a funny one though, because it's like you no one knew who this dude was. Well, not no one, but plenty of people didn't. And now they do. And now he is going to be on the radar of people like the plan works. And he won't be canceled. <laughs> the rollout. That's tight. That's what all of this is now just gonna be what I refer to any of these things that people formerly the the rollout has replaced cancel. I love it. We have another rollout happening. <laughs> <laughs> Real life too, and it's like, please let's not let's not get stuck. That dude. Also, you heard it here, recorded in February of twenty twenty four or three. So, in case somebody he hears off. this and takes off, we the originators. Mm, it's us. It's forever up. Um, well, speaking of reverse racism, uh, <laughs> you know, Howard <laughs> University out here just yucking it up, oppressing the oppressors. I mean, how is it not racist to have a college for black people only? Huh? Yeah. It might be that that's not affirmative the actions supposed to work for everyone. <laughs> supposed to mm -hmm. see how they're juking the system right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, in case anybody missed it, Howard <laughs> University, which is a historically black college. Um, real quick, I just want to make clear: a historically black college does not mean blacks only college. <laughs> <laughs> No such thing as a <laughs> black only college. Uh, uh, it's kind of like the uh, the coloreds only section to where y'all can still y'all could always have still went over there. You could have always gone. <laughs> there was just, never a time when yeah. it was like you're standing there and the police come and get you. <laughs> like, yeah, but no. you could have you could have done that. 
So to that point, yeah. why would there need to be a historically black college? <laughs> Maybe because every other college would not let black people in it. What? No. Ah! Shock. Ah. Maybe May. everything in this country has something to do with race. But anyway, <gasps> uh, <laughs> white student going to mm. law school at Howard mm. gets expelled. For what? Well, he was doing a lot of uh, yipping and the yapping with the N-word. Mm. Doing a lot of... Uh, hard ERs? Hard ER, just a... Ah. You know? And then going on social media, posting things that... Uh, like photos of enslaved people and saying why it was okay that they were beaten. Why, why that was maybe necessary at the time. Ah. To break the buck, huh? Oh. See what's going on hey, here. We're too serious right there. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, yes, that. Um, yeah. So he's suing for $2 million, um, $2 million claiming that you know, he has experienced racial discrimination and is uh, because of that, there's pain, suffering, emotional anguish, damage to his reputation. Man. Um, but he said that the school created a hostile education environment. Uh. And because of that, he now suffers depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts um, as a result of, quote, public ostracism, vilification, and humiliation. Mm. Hmm. I'm sorry, this says Newman apparently, apparently became the target of criticism by other students when he made remarks about where he parts, quote, from the black community, saying in a group chat with other students that black people, quote, believe government solves problems. I only see it causing problems, according to the suit. Newman made further comments in class, in classroom settings that other students took exception to, and the suit alleges that some conspired to seek his expulsion. What's being left out of all of that is there are a lot of students at Howard that are like, um, what they're not telling you is that he has all these videos with him doing the hard ER. There's all this. He has been, this is an op. <laughs> this is a white person that came to this school to do exactly this. Yeah, that's actually, yes. To get here, get fired up so he could try to prove some type of a weird point. It's called a it's called a rollout, folks. <laughs> it's it's literally the rollout. It's the rollout. He's doing the same thing. Like this is, I mean, this is the point. And the the thing that kills me is like, there are people that do not believe that racism is real. Cool, you aren't affected or impacted. Okay, okay. The folks that go, you know what? And I'm approve it. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to be the only white person at this thing. I'm going to make it incredibly awkward for everybody around me. I'm going to make it harmful for other people around me. And then they're going to tell me <laughs> that I'm the problem. Yeah. But really, what does it look like? All these black people are mad at me. So black people angry. <laughs> they're unreasonable. They're sensitive. They're all these. Yeah. Things. Now this dude gets to be the victim as the person who is doing an op like this is literally just a your a, a, an experiment that's what i was about to say i was like that because a part of this is um yeah where you just come in antagonizing 
and That's you keep work. poking and yes. then when people actually respond it's like whoa 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 hey. <laughs> like the actual intact like throw throwing throwing a rock and hiding your hands like oh this is definitely true. that this is you get yourself you go and antagonize and then you're held accountable for that. And I, I won't have know. it. <laughs> I just I have won't no have idea. It. it just, you know, I'm just here minding my business. If you, here they come. If all he said was, I don't think that government is helpful and that it actually causes problems. And that's the only thing that I disagree with, with black people, the black people in his school, in that group chat would not in any way be like, this is racist. <laughs> This, this hurts my feelings. I don't like this. This white man is dangerous. None of that stuff is going to happen from that statement. That is just a full-blown, flat-out lie. And the way that they diminish what, what they do, and when I say they, I mean racist people. Yes. <laughs> the way that they diminish, and then they get to be the ones who tell you what is and isn't racist. Nah, you don't get to tell me. That what I that I'm that I'm the one who thinks that that thing is racist when I never said it was right, and yeah. then when you do the actual overt out here hard er just doing the things, that's not even a thing though, right? Like we're just not even gonna mention that. I we're not gonna. There's nothing to talk about there. Is I do want to kind of keep up with this one to see. Like, I would be interested in seeing what this is uh, or how this is argued in court. Yeah. I'm, yep. Yeah. On. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because this this is just one of those. And I can see more like I could. This is definitely one of those things I could see. This being becoming like a thing. Yep. Yep. And it's yeah. gross. <laughs> I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. Well, you know what's something uh, a lot of people don't like right now? Um, thinking that she was filling me. <laughs> thinking I was being felt. <laughs> And it wasn't, and it wasn't happening. Nah. Um, Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Pete. Some, Pete Doggy Dog. Okay, some have <laughs> called him the goat. <laughs> yeah. Got another one, y'all. PDP. <laughs> <laughs> Collected him a new one. Uh, the range here, I just trophy. Want to say. I think, just, uh, my man's uh, future said it best trophies. Or no, that was right. <laughs> future does have one of uh, the collection, is what it's called. Mm-hmm. That's a, oh, okay. That's a, well, yeah, that's a jump off the. I can definitely see why ledge. we said that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pete Davidson is now uh, dating Ice Spice. Which is wild. Let me let me not say wild. It's not wild. His track record shows 
This shouldn't be a shock. It should um, not be a shock. It should not be a shock. It should be more like, hey, masterclass, please put it on. <laughs> why, why don't you want to be rich? <laughs> and this is all. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you want to be a billionaire like Elon Musk? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but this is, you said something again in, in our pre, pre-prep. Um where it's you can if you just took him and if someone wasn't aware of his comedy his saturday night live run and so on you would see pete and be like yeah i mean you know pretty mid <laughs> you know uh and even more so you see him in in the mode of acting like he's, he's a fairly awkward guy and so on but having something to talk about and being funny, like interesting and funny goes a really, really long way outside of just what you look like for men. I'll say I can't speak to the women's. I don't try to foray into women's business and how the things happen over there. <laughs> but as far as the men's, it's it's if you have that. So it goes to those people who voluntarily set themselves up or involuntarily set themselves up um, to not be able to exchange in any healthy way with the other side, mm -hmm. with the ops. <laughs> with the, hey, ops. <laughs> I think we use it wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, just, I mean, maybe read a book on actual like communication and how to tell a joke. Bam, it's if nothing else. It's almost as if you have the blueprint. <laughs> it's almost as if the answers to all of the how come she doesn't like me questions get answered every single day. I'm and it's like, instead of bro, just believing that, yeah. instead of believing that, it sounds a whole lot better to, I don't know, listen to Andrew Tate tell you, sell you something before you can work better yourself in your communication skills. Listen to, listen to Can. Listen to Can here, guys. Okay. All right. My my biggest insecurity as a child, this overbite. My biggest baiter in my adulthood, this overbite. Based on word for you, baby. You know, having to having to again have some charisma, have a have a conversation, and show show all these teeth that jump out of my mouth fairly often, and it works. It works, young lads. It works. And I don't be just mad at women for no reason. That's a thing. That helps. Yeah. yeah. That helps. Y'all actually, women are tight. And you would learn that if like, <laughs> you actually like, got to have conversations. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I I have stood in a room full of men and made the declaration. I would much rather be hanging out with 10 women than 10 dudes because the <laughs> Conversations be way wetter. Be most dry times. over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You literally say that if when men are, and this is in person and online. Yeah. When men are like, but women just are gold or they just want, it's like, you do not have to be a rich man. You do not have to be the most stylish man. man. You do not have to be the finest man. There are so many coupled people. Mm -hmm. It is not any of the things that you are selling yourself, that you are telling yourself that's the only way it's going to work for me. Like, you're making yourself a victim. It isn't real. Yeah. 
I came across some some high value women in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but like the, the so many of the things that'll just be like uh women are like your conversations are dry. You're dry. Yeah. I, it's what you doing, yeah. what you doing, what you doing, what you doing. Never yeah. anything about anything that matters. Yeah. That's a thing. And they're being honest with you and telling you, like, I don't want to go sit on a date with you and just stare at you, eat, you know, like chicken Alfredo. Oh, uh, you know, we're doing chicken and shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> big dates, big dates. OK, OK, big plates. Uh, uh, yeah. Like you. Wh what are you talking about? What do we have? What's going on? Like it is it is really not that hard. And yeah. there are so many examples for people. Pete Davidson has been an example since he hit the scene dating whatever model at that time he was dating, you know? Yeah. And also the person, the usually the people that he's either that their most recent ex or whoever is like somebody of some crazy notoriety or some type of traditionally hot guy. Exactly. It's it man's be sliding in like ha ha right out them draw. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you know, yeah, just again, women. fellas, <laughs> learn to tell a joke, watch some stand ups, uh, make yourself interesting, learn how to tell a story. Um, you know, talk about whatever skill that you have that's actually like useful. Uh, those are some places to start. Um, yeah, and that's all I got for you. Not too hard. It's just really, it's really not as hard as this is a very awkward man. One of the other things I'll say is that men that are, are willing to be vulnerable are mm -hmm. going to win a lot more than men that are like, I don't know what feelings are. Yeah. Because it's too hard to communicate with someone when you know what's going on in your mind, your heart, your body and all of those things. With someone yeah. who has no idea and doesn't want to, like, too hard. <laughs> I'm also, a child or something, and nobody wants that. People love talking about themselves, so just keep asking her stuff about her. She's gonna tell you all the things. Absolutely true. Yep. It's not Pandora's box. Ask questions, get answers. You know, it's just a master log, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said I want to thank you all for rocking with us for another episode of this Unrefined Sophisticates podcast you can follow us on the Instagrams at Unrefined Sophisticates you can follow more at Portland Morgan and follow that sponsor The Nine Brand that's D-I-X-B-R-A-N-D make sure you like and subscribe and review wherever you listen and tell a friend to tell a friend about us and with that being said, it's check out time. It's check out time. Gotta go, nigga. Gotta go. Y'all know what time. Come on, man. Get your